0: Hey guys, welcome in today. John Schneerger is, well, he's a number of things. He's a father, he's a husband, he's a neighbor of mine, he's soon soon becoming a friend, I would say. We've got mutual interests in that both of our sons play on the same football team and the same program, and he's also on a police force here in Middle Tennessee. He also served on a police force over in L.A. County in California up until recently when he moved here to Middle Tennessee. So I've gotten to know him over the last several months. And during that interaction and just conversation, I approached him. I said, hey, would you be interested in letting me interview you for an episode that I've been thinking about a while which is this episode today. So I'm excited to bring that. We're talking about how to manage a traffic stop. If you guys get pulled over by an officer or a sheriff or somebody of uh, in law enforcement, how do you manage it? How do you deal with that? What are the steps? What are the right things you should do when you're in that situation? And I think John brings some great insight and some wisdom here. And I love what he says actually in the end, too. So check that out. And here we go. How's it going, John? Very good, Tim. How about yourself? I ate too much for supper. I, I feel you, man. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter, Brianna, she was fixing dinner tonight because Anita was going to be getting home late. And uh, she actually does pretty good. I have to say most of the time she does well. So
1: it smelled good when I walked up over uh, there. Here.
0: Well, good. Yeah. There we go. Hey,
1: so before we jump into this, tell us a little bit about John. All right. A little bit about John. So personal level, i uh, married, have two boys. They're both older, 22 and 16. Uh, my 16-year-old knows uh, your son, Tim. Right, yeah. Play football together, that kind of thing. Um, so that's me on a personal level, pretty short. Uh, professionally, I was in the military. I was in the Air Force four years. I was a security policeman. Um, After that, I spent 14 years with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, which was a very fun and exciting career at the time. A lot of different aspects of the job down there and the crime and just the different experiences I had. It was it was a whole lot of fun. Um, And then recently uh, we moved out here to Middle Tennessee, where I've been working for a local sheriff's department for the last year or so. Two
0: things, two takeaways from what you just said was interesting. One is... You considered that experience in L.A. fun. That's an interesting way to put that. It
1: was a ton of fun. It was very busy, very chasing call to call to call um, and responding to just a multitude of different crimes. Um, And it was exciting. It was all chasing the bad guy down, that kind of thing. So it was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) I love it. And I think before we started doing this interview, you had said that you, when you were in the Air Force, you were in Alaska for like almost three and a half years, I guess, serving up there.
1: Yeah, three what and a half was that years. Like? It was cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was fun, though. It was, it was, it was a it lot of fun. It was
0: cold. <laughs> I bet it was. Okay, good. Let's jump in. So, I want to talk about what young men out there should do on a traffic stop. And we can take this a number of places and a number of directions. But I thought maybe what we do, John, is just go through. The steps from the time that you know you're behind them with the lights flashing until they're pulling away. So, and this is, guys, this is for you. This is helping you from a. Can I call you a cop?
1: Okay, yeah, a that's. Cop. Do have been called do
0: you, worse. <laughs> do, right. do you don't mind that? By the no, way,
1: no, no. I mean, okay. you know, people use their own terms. They call us the popo or one time or five o that kind of thing. So, cops fine.
0: Five. Five
1: o. Hmm. Five-0. Okay. I just learned something new. So, <laughs> but we shouldn't tell you that when you
0: walk up to the window, right? It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, I went off a trail there. But anyway, so when a, when the popo <laughs> is going to pull you over, I thought we would just walk through the steps and some things that you would help you and maybe help diffuse the situation as much as possible. And And look, guys, listen. There's I get it. There's a lot of stuff out there right now around the military and the police and and all of this. We're not talking about that today. That's not what we're just talking about a, a, a stop with an officer and how what's the right way to manage that. All right. We, I'm not getting we're not getting into the politics and all the stuff that's happening. And that's for that's for another podcast. I'm just trying to help you guys out what's the best way to manage that situation? And we got a certified guy right here that could help us with that, so that's why you're here, John. Okay, start us off. You get behind somebody, you turn on your lights. The very first question that I would have, not that I've ever been pulled over, <laughs> but uh, like I've always wondered, do you think, like if I don't pull over right away, maybe I'm trying to find a place and I'm, I'm truly trying to get out of the way of you know
1: other cars or, Maybe we just start from there and then you just walk us through it. Okay. Yeah. Great question. Um, I actually wish they would teach this in school or some kind of uh, program for juveniles. Maybe the DMV teach them this kind of stuff. So if you see the blue lights behind you, I'm actually going to throw my wife under the bus here. We're in Idaho (laughs) and she was going a little fast as a construction zone and she's driving and then lights turn on behind us. And there's nowhere to pull over. They have, they're doing construction and there's no shoulder to pull over. She, um, she keeps driving and she tell she asked me, what do I do? And I was like, well, there's nowhere to pull over. Just turn on your turn signal so he knows you're gonna pull over. Right. Um, so we end up going about maybe even a mile down the interstate and she has her turn signal on, which is good because she's, the cop's probably thinking like, oh, she's not gonna take off. She's intending to pull over, but it's waiting for a safe place. So we end up pulling over and, um, she doesn't get a ticket. Thank goodness. It would have been expensive. But yeah, that was a, um, an interesting time. I got blamed for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see the blue lights turn on. Look for a safe place to pull over first and foremost. Um, and if you can't get over immediately, I would suggest turning on your turn signal, intending that you're going to pull over to the right. Not to the left. I've seen, I've had people pull over to the left and yeah. It's, like in the middle of a median or something? Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of, or the, oh, wow. you know, the carpool lane and then the shoulder after that, some people pull over, but pull over to the right. So you've pulled them over
0: now, of course, not sure what you're doing back there. You might be checking tags or whatever. And guys, he's not going to give out all the 411 stuff about all this. There's stuff that obviously is confidential. He can't share, but so you're in the car and you're now you're doing whatever you're doing. Are you look are you already looking into my car to see what's going on? Tell us about what's going through your mind and what would you like to be seeing in there uh, as you're getting ready to get out and approach the car?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, We usually have the plates already run. Um, We know who the vehicle belongs to at that point. Um, And I'm watching for. Uh, Furtive movements inside Um, I've had people throw drugs out the window Throw guns out the window, believe it or not get out (laughs) Yeah, man Um, Thinking you won't see it Really? You're behind them Anyways, yeah You know, you turn the lights on You're looking inside Looking for furtive movements and all this stuff And just kind of getting a feel for the person driving You know, if you see them swerving back and forth While they're trying to pull over It could be an indication of several different things Yeah Okay What was the word you used for furtive for what does that mean it's kind of like reaching around or like okay you know okay. reaching forward and putting something under the front seat you know so would you i i don't know if this is right
0: that's why i got you here so i have taught my kids that if they get pulled over you don't go you don't even go reaching for the title and registration you don't reach for anything you put your hands at 10 and 2 o'clock on the steering wheel and just and just stay perfectly still is that is that fair or was there anything else you would suggest or is that a good way or a bad way? i <laughs> yeah. so, that,
1: yeah, that no, that's perfect. I tell my son, too. He just started driving as well. Yeah. You know, keep your hands on the steering wheel, have your window rolled down already okay. um, and don't grab your insurance yet. Uh, wait for him, to, the officer, him or her to come up and start talking to you. And then that's when you say if they ask for your license, oh, it's in my wallet in my back pocket. Do you mind if I reach for it while keeping your hands on the steering wheel? And you would and the reason you're
0: suggesting that they don't start reaching for even even if it's a legitimate reason that they're reaching for their registration and all that, well, you don't know whether they're reaching for that, or they're reaching for a gun, or they're reaching for the drugs to throw out, right? So the yeah. concept here, guys, is just stay where you're at. And then also uh, you shouldn't get out of your
1: automobile, right? Your vehicle. You should stay in your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Stay in your car. Um, it just helps alleviate some of that stress that the policeman's obviously feeling. As I say, no traffic stop is routine. Well, there's, you probably don't would not know the stats. on. Well, maybe you do the stats.
0: But, like, is there any stats or research that shows that the number of people that get out of the car...
1: That it that more times than not it ends badly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the people that I've had get out of the car on me. Um, they're trying to distance themselves from the car where we found d- guns or drugs and that kind of thing. So they want to separate themselves from whatever crime they had committed in that vehicle. If that makes sense. Oh, um, okay. Or usually some people get out and they just take off running. And at that point, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm kind of old to keep running, so I'm like, Yeah, take yeah, care. Yeah, yeah nice, see you. Nice, Catch nice you next thing. time. Do <laughs> so you don't go after them I'll get on the radio I, it also depends on, you know, who's running. If I know it's a murder suspect, yeah, I'll chase the guy. But, you know, if I might get chase somebody, if I don't know what kind of crime they committed other than speeding, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just me on a personal level. Um, There's some younger guys. I will chase anything, but I'm like, man, I'm old, man. My knees hurt. <laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> just fire up in the air yeah, and see if stop. it stops them. Yeah, I'll yell. Hey, hey. stop. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> so now you are approaching the vehicle. What I've noticed is there are a number of places that officers stop and I've seen it. You've seen it on TV, like TV's real, right? (laughs) You see on TV, but I've also experienced it. I was kidding earlier. Yeah, I've definitely been pulled over a few times. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed in some instances that the officer stands right directly across from you from outside the window. There are other times that they'll stand sort of back a little bit. They don't come quite up to the window. So you've you got to sort of turn your head almost sort of like right. like when you're getting ready to turn, you know, you've got a turn signal on, you're trying to get over in the left lane and you don't want to hit the car. You know how you got to
1: sort of turn yeah. real far. Put that crank in your neck. Yeah.
0: Well, there's some officers that will stand back like that. So
1: what what is that all about? Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So some of those guys, they kind of stand a little further back. So the driver has to kind of make themselves uncomfortable to look back at them. It kind of Um, maybe throws them off a little, throws off their equilibrium. Um, and the policeman, they can see more from back there than they can if they're further up, if that makes sense.
0: And and I guess, does it give them an opportunity to also see maybe if there's something in the back of the, back of the car and plus they can sort of zero in on maybe if there's a passenger in there as well, they can sort of see a little more. Is that, would that be appropriate or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They could see in the back seat, they could see in the front seat. Um, and, if the driver wanted to commit a crime against the policeman, like pull a gun on him, then the policeman has a better advantage rather than standing right there, right at the window.
0: Yeah, because I guess if, if, worst case scenario is going to pull a knife or a gun, he'd have to sort of come all the way. Well, unless he, well, if he's left-handed, it'd even be harder, right? Because right. He's right-handed. Yeah. He's got to come all the way around. By the time he's around, I guess the officer could have an opportunity to react. Okay. Correct. What about? We haven't got into the actual conversation yet. But what about if there are passengers in the car, what should they be doing during this whole time?
1: Yeah, same thing as a driver, um, keeping their hands on the dashboard or if you're in the backseat, put your hands up on the headrest in front of you. Don't be moving around (laughs) acting crazy neither. So you walked up and you're starting the
0: conversation. What are just some some things that will make the exchange, the communication as non-intensive as possible? (laughs) I don't know if that's a word. Yeah. Role play a little bit
1: yeah role play okay <laughs> here, we, here we go <laughs> so me I'm, I'm a really chill dude when i talk to somebody if i pull them over i'm like man you know how fast you're going i won't take it personally where some policemen will like you're going super fast i'll just one step at a time so i'll talk to them respect respect goes both ways you know it could mean the difference between you getting a ticket and getting a warning if you're respectful wow yeah okay um so, yeah, I'm, I'm really chill. I'm kicked back. Uh, I'll just say, hey, man, you know, how faster you're going, blah, 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 blah. So that was, and I was, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of cheating here because I'm looking at my
0: notes. Okay. Um, we talked about hands. You talked about no sudden movements. Um, what else? Bleep. Yeah, I wrote down to be, you should need to be pleasant, stay in your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Let the officer talk. Let, let. Let him. Yeah,
1: I got a couple more things to add to that. So So, no, go ahead. Yeah. So being respectful um, also goes a long way. Could be, like I said, getting a ticket, and not getting a ticket. Also, don't argue. You know, you'll have your chance to argue in court. You know, if you want to take the citation to court, that's your right. You can go there and fight the ticket. Um, So you have the
0: authority. To give a ticket. So talk about that a little bit. So because you're right you just opened a pandora's box oh, dude great. so <laughs> i'm driving and then you know I, I dial i call my wife after i got pulled over i got a friggin ticket <laughs> although probably i didn't say friggin oh really well last week i got pulled over and i didn't get it i just got a warning well what what were you doing i was going 70 and a 30 what you know <laughs> i was doing a 40 and a 35 so it's pretty obvious. It's like, what happens here? So is it really true that you guys sort of have a little bit of leeway into whether or not, and maybe I should, maybe I'm touching on something you really can't talk to, but like you have the ability to not give a ticket, even though someone's doing something wrong. Talk about that. Explore that a little bit.
1: Yeah. So we have letter of the law, which is um, if somebody breaks the law, then you have to enforce it. But we also have spirit of the law, which gives the policeman Uh, discretion on whether to write a ticket or not. Spirit of the law? Spirit of the law versus letter of
0: the law. Okay. What would be a situation where you are going to say, you know what, this is going to be a letter of the law. And another situation where you're like, you know what, this is going to be a spirit of the law. Can you give me some
1: examples of that? Yeah. So, okay. Um, Spirit of the law, kind of like if I stop somebody for speeding, and I get up and start talking to them. They're doing like fifteen or twenty over, which is my ma- like my minimum, if to pull somebody over. Somebody has to be going about fifteen ish for me to pull them over. Okay. Um, so I'll pull them over if they're just an everyday Joe going to work, running late. No big deal. Spirit of the law. Go on, man. Go about your way. Just don't get don't go further down and you know cause a crash. That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, now letter of the law would be. If somebody's driving all over the road and they're swerving, that kind of thing, just, you know, driving like a drunk person would and I stop them and they are drunk, um, that could be considered letter of the law. You know, you'd have to enforce something like, you know what I mean? Because that person is a danger to the road, danger to other people.
0: So that that second scenario is pretty obvious. Let's go back to the first one. Mm -hmm. Let's say that everything that you said is the same. However, this guy that's just trying to get to his job is a real jerk to you. (laughs) <laughs> so is there, do you also use that as a, whether it's a letter or a spirit law? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just like maybe cussing you out and and I got to get to work USOB and, you know, I didn't do anything wrong and, and won't let you talk. I mean, do you, uh, is there a point where you go, okay, fine. If you want to, if you want to take it, then I mean, is there, cause he, I wonder if there's some elements of where it gets personal to, I mean, we're all human, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I know you can't, you're not supposed to, but you. In your line of work, dude, you can't at some point just go, God, <laughs> he just ticked me off. But like,
1: How do you handle that situation? Yeah. So typically within the first um, 30 seconds of talking to someone, I'll determine whether I'm going to give him a ticket or a warning. Um, oh, they can, really? Yeah. You know, they're doing like 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. And I get up there and I start talking to the guy like, all right, well, this guy's not going to learn his lesson from a warning maybe he'll learn his lesson from a citation that kind of thing but it is very difficult to not take something personally i think it takes some time on the street and being called all these different things and dealing with the public on more than you know several occasions to actually get into that uh, mindset where you're like "Eh, i'm not gonna take it personal this is fun i'm learning a lot okay
0: so it's done. You've dis- either you've given them the ticket or you've just given them a, a warning or a citation or whatever you call it. And then uh, you go back to the car. I guess sort of that's it. Have you ever had exchange and maybe it went fairly well or whatever? Well, I guess in either case, maybe it didn't go well or did go well. But then the bozo that you pull over, like just floors it and takes off and, and literally turns right around and and just does something stupid
1: again and you have to pull them over has
0: that happened before
1: um it's happened where people yeah they they take off i've had one guy several people actually flip me off out the window as they take off and i'm like all right whatever dude <laughs> you, know, you can't do it there's nothing against the law saying you can't flip somebody off
0: right so, right, no right biggie. okay so that was fun a lot of good information john i appreciate you sharing that couple of things before we close out. Is there anything that maybe as it relates to traffic stops in general that I haven't touched on that maybe you you, you want to share
1: that, something that's important that maybe I, we haven't talked about? No, I think you hit everything. But just to reiterate, yeah, just pull over as soon as you can. Turn on your turn signal if you have to. Be respectful. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't make any furtive or reckless movements. And pray. You don't get a ticket. <laughs> right? Pray <laughs> you don't get a ticket. <laughs>
0: What is something that you want to share with these young guys that are listening today, whether it has to do with a traffic stop or whether it has to do just with life in general? You've obviously been on, you've seen a lot of quote unquote stuff out Mm -hmm. there. Is there any bit of advice? Is there any, maybe a a challenge or a a bit of inspiration or motivation or whatever that you want to share with these young guys and it doesn't even have to be related to this just you know you've you've been around a lot of this stuff and is there something you can share that
1: would be of value to them you yeah, think actually, yeah actually this one story it's i guess it's uh, motivational um so i was in what grade was i in fifth grade yeah fifth grade i was at uh my math class actually and our teacher was holding mock job interviews so Um, the rest of the class was sitting down and the person who was getting interviewed was up there with the teacher going over their job application. And on the job application, you wrote whatever job you wanted to do when you're an adult. And so my turn comes and I go up there and, you know, I'm proud of the application I have. You know, my job preference at that time was LAPD, right? We lived down in Los Angeles at the time. So I go up there, I give them the application. I sit down, we do the interview and at the end of the interview, he me, he tells me, hey, go stand up at the, uh, the end of the classroom by the door in the back of the class. Okay. So I go over there and I'm standing all the way in the back of the classroom. He's at the front and he tells me now yell to me, stop police. And so in my prepubescent <laughs> best I can voice, I yell, <laughs> stop police. And he's like, what? You need to be louder. So I say it again. And then his, the words he said after that stuck me for so long, right? And he says, oh, you'll never be a policeman. Like, wow, really? What wow. way to shut down a kid, right? Wow. I think I was like 12. Yeah, 11 or 12 at the time. So, um, man, I was really discouraged after that. You know, that was my dream job, you know? Yeah. And I always thought to myself, it would be funny if I pulled him over in Los Angeles and had to use my <laughs> big boy officer voice. Um <laughs> So, yeah, after that, then I was just, you know, a lot of people in authoritative positions, whether it's your parents or your teachers, um, can really discourage a kid. But don't get discouraged. My encouragement to young people, young men listening to this, that everyone will not encourage you, but that's okay. Don't become bitter. Stick to God and look for his encouragement and approval. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.